Hey, it's John from CityCast. If you're in the mood to pamper yourself a little bit this week while supporting cruelty-free products, you should check out Bone Cur Home and Wellness. It's the best place in Portland to find everything from chic home decor to cannabis accessories. They've got a curated collection of vegan and cruelty-free home goods and wellness products because their name is French for kind heart, after all. You'll get a 20% discount on your first order when you sign up for emails this week at boncoeur.net. That's B-O-N-C-O-E-U-R.net. And use the code BONCOEURCITYCAST20. Today on CityCast Portland, we're doing something a little bit different. Our resident science contributor, journalist Aaron Ross, has put together a quiz-style show for our executive producer, John Atariani, and myself to take part in. It's like a fun year-end wrap-up on what happened in local science news in the form of a quiz show. It's partially informative, but I'm not going to lie, it was mostly unhinged. And we had a blast doing it. Let's see how many you get right. It's Thursday, November 30th. I'm Claudia Meza, and this is what Portland's talking about. I'm so excited that we're doing this. This has been something we've talked about in the past, and the fact that it's Aaron who's going to be our first quiz master is an honor. So thank you, Aaron, for taking this on. Do I get like an official title or tag? Quizmaster Aaron? Quizmaster Ross? Maybe a sash. Ooh. I was just thinking that it has to be a sash. Sold. Okay. <laughs> well, take it away, Aaron, because I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> okay, yeah. Welcome to the first CityCast Portland uh, quiz, science edition. Um, so there will be three rounds. Each round is going to have slightly different rules and be worth different points. And most of these questions are directly related to science news items from the past year. So coming up, we have round one. We're calling this round, Do You Watch the News? Or I guess listen to the news. This is a podcast. Um, and these questions are worth three points each. And you can buzz in as soon as I finish reading the question. Are you ready? <sighs> yes. Okay. Question one. Fir trees are dying in massive numbers in Oregon and Washington. What are researchers calling this event and what is causing it? Is it Fermageddon? Yes, it's Fermageddon. Good job, Claudia. Thank but you. What's causing Fermageddon? <laughs> and that's F-I-R spelled like fir tree, Fermageddon. What's causing it? Oh, my God. I thought I knew that one, too, and I don't. I think it's, can I just take a wild stab? Yes. At science? We encourage that. Insects. No. Is it? Oh. Wrong. Wrong. It's climate change. It's always I was about, climate oh my change. God, damn it. I was seriously going to say climate change as a joke. Oh, man. I want to rewind time. <laughs> Sorry. You got to go with your gut. <laughs> got to go with your gut. Fir trees are super heat sensitive. And so uh, the 2021 heat dome seems to have stressed them a lot. And we haven't really been that much cooler since. So massive die offs of fir trees due to climate change. Did I get half a point or no? Yeah, you get the two. Oh, I see. God dang it. Okay. All right. I am I am ready on the buzzer this time. Question number two. There are lots of different types of sinkholes, but all of them have one thing in common, the underlying cause. What is it? Um, it, it, The underlying cause is that there isn't anything underneath that the ground gets washed away, right? Close, but maybe Claudia can bring it home. Why is the ground gone? Liquefaction, water. Water, exactly. Water. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Now, a bonus point, chance to redeem yourself. 
Which popular street in Southeast was closed this year due to a sinkhole? Oh, I want to say Yamhill? Nailed it. Hey. Yay. Yay. <laughs> We're all winners. I was just reading about uh, Tabor and the, the Tabor Reservoir. Um, what? There's a sinkhole in me? And that it, it had been closed because it looked like there was the conditions for a sinkhole under the reservoir. Another one. Ooh. But it didn't actually happen. They just closed the reservoir before it happened. So I was like, I know about this because I've learned about sinkholes. <laughs> well, speaking of Mount Tabor, this comes up for your question number three. Volcanoes. Which... <laughs> Hold on to that thought. Just Hold messing. that thought. Okay. <laughs> Which controversial and critically endangered bird was recently sighted in Portland Metro on Mount Tabor? Claudia. That owl with the eyes. I, I need the owl. I need the type oh, of owl. The sp- sp- horned owl. The spike <clears throat> horn. It's an owl! Okay, it's John's turn. <laughs> it's the, it was the spotted owl, right? That's right. It's the <gasps> spotted owl. I'm sorry. We had we needed the full answer. I understand. No, it's totally fine. Critically endangered, very controversial, um, and this is actually pretty surprising because spotted owls don't really like to live where humans do. Um, so in areas where they usually interact with humans, they are replaced with invasive barred owls, which look really similar, are super closely related, and they're actually the owls we see the most anywhere, even though they're not from here in Oregon, um, because they're active in the daytime. But. Hmm. Seeing a spotted owl, I'm very jealous of whatever lucky person that was. So that's the end of our round one. Who's winning? At the end of round one, uh, Claudia is ahead five to four. It's anybody's game. Ah, so close. Okay, we are coming up on round two. This is our lightning round. These are true or false questions. They are two points each, and you can buzz in as soon as you know the answer. Are there going to be tricks, though? John, there's always going to be tricks. There's always going to be tricks. <laughs> That's the risk you have to take. <laughs> John, you're such a weird question. I'm sorry. Will there be tricks? My question, like, but will there be snacks? And I, John, Wait, I will like, there be snacks? <laughs> Aaron, what's happening? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll make sure to provide them in the green room next okay, time. Okay, great, 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 great. Okay, ready? Round two, question one. True or false? The mysterious respiratory illness sickening dogs in Oregon and across the country is caused Claudia. Damn it. I didn't finish. The, didn't finish. John, you true can take it. True or false? What's it caused by, Claudia? <laughs> I was going to say true. True. Oh, you are incorrect. Well, oh. John's going to get it right. But John, false. what's it caused by? That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to know what it's I caused vote, by. I vote false. The full question was, is it caused by a bacteria? False. Probably shouldn't have done this with 50-50 questions. But I know. It's definitely, well, I guess John is up a point. I'm right. Do you know what it's caused by, John? Oh, no, but I got the right answer. It's caused by a virus. Oh, uh, you knew. You would have gotten it right. And I, the thing is, the reason I was so excited is because I have a dog and I've been keeping my dog away from other dogs because of this. Well, you might remember that my dog sat in on our last uh, our last segment. Yes, I remember. Because she oh, couldn't yes. go to daycare because she was sick with the dog pneumonia for like oh. eight and a half weeks. Oh. Yeah. But she's much better now. Oh, that's good oh. to hear. Wait, does John get two points or one point for that? Eh, one. Should we share? Because she I got it right. He didn't know it was a virus. We'll so. say we'll say you I, get a point according to the rules of the game. I'm just saying he executive didn't know it was rule a virus. decision. <laughs> okay, one point. <laughs> he just said the opposite of what Claudia said. I'm just playing by the rules. You're right. He didn't even know it. Okay, we'll say we'll say you get the points. You get a point if you're second and you actually know the correct answer beyond like just the false. 
perhaps. <laughs> Executive choice has been made by the quiz master. Okay. <laughs> quiz master Ross has split us both in our place. Go on. Okay. Question number two. True or false? An Oregon wildflower, the Nelson's checker mallow, was added to the federal endangered species list. John. True. False. Oh. Incorrect. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I figured I had a 50-50 there. I had no idea. You really did, John. That's how percentage, <laughs> that's exactly how that worked. <laughs> it was removed from the species list. There are now oh. at least 38 self-sustaining populations in 50 locations across the Limit Valley. So good job, flower people. Oh, I did know that, but I forgot. Can I say false? No. Okay. Well, John did. <laughs> the question wasn't done. But then the quiz master took away my points. <laughs> I feel like, look, I don't have anything. Stop being mad. I never said the quiz master was fair. <laughs> question number three. <laughs> True or false? This summer, only 17 spring Chinook salmon swum up the South Umpqua River, and counts on other rivers are at record lows. The fish is still not listed as endangered. Claudia. True. That is true. There's there's not much to say. The fish are dying, uh, and nobody's going to put them on the endangered species list. And it sucks because it affects orcas. It affects orcas. It affects seals. It affects yeah. Yeah, it affects the movement of nutrients from the ocean onto land. All that, like, nitrogen-rich soil that grows our trees came from salmon. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. John, did you know that? I didn't, know. John's like, false! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get one of these. <laughs> okay, ready? Number four. This is your last true or false question, the end of lightning round. Um, so speaking of rivers that have salmon, this summer, the Willamette River was closed due to a kelp bloom. True or false? Claudia. True. No. Oh, damn it. It's no. not a kelp bloom. It, was, it, was, it wasn't it was kelp. It was algae. I actually hey. knew algae. Yes. Hey. I, I named the biggest algae in the hopes that it would flip you around because this was actually closed by the smallest algae. These are single-celled algae called blue-green algae or damn cyanobacteria. It. Cyanobacteria. More commonly known as pond scum. And when that algae gets disturbed by, like, say, a boat motor or a splashing kid— it releases a toxin, which can cause anything from nausea and headaches to seizures and death. Mm. So, John, there are tricks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's the end of our lightning round. All right, well, let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, the points are doubling and so are the stakes. Hopefully you all are paying attention for round number three, which we are calling insert a non-copyright infringing double jeopardy pun title here. Um, it's going to be worth six points each. And wait until the question is read to buzz in. Okay. How many volcanoes are there in the greater Portland metro area? And we're including the Vancouver area, Clackamas, and Namhill counties here. Closest gets the points. Oh, this is like Price is Right rules. Yeah. Closest gets the points. Claudia. I'm going to say four. Uh, I bet it's more than four, so I'll say five. Well, John is right, but not by much. <laughs> or John is closer, but not by much. I mean, I, I imagine it's probably like, uh, I didn't want to overshoot it, but I'm guessing it's like 30 or 40? Keep going. hundred? Oh, no way. <laughs> too high, too high. At least, well, we don't actually know how many there are because a bunch of them were buried in the Missoula floods, but we know of at least 86 volcanoes and lava vents. I'm going to stick with four. They're all from the uh, the boring <laughs> lava flow. Claudia is now a science denier. <laughs> Pretty sure it's four. Go on, Aaron. Sorry. Oh, these, are all, these are all from the boring lava flow, um, mm. which is not named because it's boring, but it's named for boring. 
and yeah, it has uh, a bunch of vents and these little like mono volcanoes. Um, so like Broughton Bluff or Overlook Rock or Beacon Rock on uh, on the Columbia or, of course, Mount Tabor. So 86? 86. I know. That's mind blowing, right? I don't like that. They're all dead. It's fine. Oh, OK. Yeah. Cool. Question number two. There are high-profile plans to reintroduce certain charismatic animals back into the Pacific Northwest. Name three, two points for each one you get right. Claudia. Otters. I didn't know the other one, but I'm going to go ahead and just make one up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Butterflies. Eh. Okay. You have one more. There were three. Oh, oh, oh. And... Let's see. Charismatic, right? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, John looks ready to answer this question. I know. Uh, I'm going to say a bird. Some sort of bird. Not specific enough. We're going to give it to John. All right. Go ahead, John. Well, one of them I know there's condors, right? Mm -hmm. They're looking to bring condors back, which are crazy looking. If you go see them at the Oregon Zoo, they are so huge. They're so big. Oh, my gosh. When they fly over your head... It sounds like a plane. Like you hear this like Whoa. sound from all of their from their wings and feathers. Um, do we know what the other one is? Want to take a stab? I'm going to take a stab. I don't know if this is still in reintroduction, but gray wolves. Is gray wolves? We're, we're not. Yeah, they're they're here. They're but here. We're, we're going to give some of our wolves to Colorado. Oh, okay, that's what mm. it is with gray wolves. The other one was the grizzly bear, really? um, which is what? sort of what? not not <laughs> not down here. It's the North Cascades, but like oh. they'll come down here eventually. You know. I don't like that either. I don't like all the volcanoes, and I don't like grizzly bears. No. Okay. Final question, number three. There have been hundreds of high-profile wildfires in Oregon's history. Immortalized in a Sufjan Stevens song, which series of fires turned 90 this year? God damn it. (laughs) People here don't like good music or know their history. (laughs) Two, one. Time's out. Um, the answer is the Tillamook Burn. Oh, oh yeah, yes. the good old Tillamook Burn. This is like my my this is my demotion for being a Midwesterner in like <laughs> Sufjan Stevens. I know all the trivia of like the Michigan and Illinois records, but I never picked up the Oregon trivia. Clearly, you didn't listen to Carrie and Lowell. If you've got greetings from Michigan trivia, if that's like our next show, I'm gonna none. I'm gonna sweep that one. But I, <laughs> Carrie and Lowell, I don't got it. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, though. The burn wasn't just one fire. It was actually uh, several fires about every five years from 1933 until 1951. Mm. So that's our show. Our final score is, drumroll please, um, Claudia, nine points, and John has 15 points. Oh, my gosh. How did he get 15 <laughs> points? I have no idea how that happened. We'd have to check with our score master. I just have to tell you that I think Julia's wrong. <laughs> Claudia clearly knows more about science than I do. So. No, I just, I like, I feel like Julia really blew this. I accept this award. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the going for number five. Your Price is Right bump oh. on, uh, on the number of volcanoes was six whole points for you. That was a sweep. Oof. Sweep. I'd like to thank the volcanoes. I would like to thank all uh, seventy. What? You all, said five, I would like to thank Stephen all Hawking? eighty-six <laughs> at least active and retired volcanoes retired. in Oregon for this win. Oh no, there's way more than that in Oregon. Oh, I. Uh, oh no, but John here. knows. John knows. <laughs> Clearly, I'm still getting the wrong answers, even as I do my accepted speech oh. for the win. <laughs> Claudia, Claudia, you know, better luck next time. <laughs> 
see if he can maintain the title. You know what you're doing, John, is you're digging a I'm hole. I'm setting myself you're up. You're creating yeah. an arc for me to come back in a flaming chariot of wind. Flaming chariot of wind. <laughs> That's right. Like the Tilla McBurn? Like the 90-year-old Tilla McBurn? Burns. From uh, 1933? Sure. <laughs> Aaron, do we have any fun, like, parting facts of any sort or any, like, bonus rounds Ooh. or anything? Um, I don't know. This, is, this isn't really related to Oregon. Well, I guess it could be because um, we are Rose City and mm-hmm. our football teams. Um, but uh, I learned recently that roses don't have thorns. What? But roses do have thorns. Roses have prickles. Thorns have to be, uh, they have to be either coming from a branch or a formed branch. Prickles grow from the flesh of the stem, what? and they are usually curved and help things climb. Wow. Prickles sound a lot cuter. The Portland prickles. The Portland prickles to go with the Portland pickles. I a fan. Actually, kind of awesome. This is my proposal. <laughs> That's going to be our female baseball team. Perfect. The Portland prickles. The prickles and the pickles. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much. Thanks, Claudia. Bye. And now for some events coming up this week. Today and tomorrow are the last days you can catch the Portland Indigenous Marketplace pop-up at the Center of Native American Arts and Culture, which is located in the old Yale Union Building across the street from Holocene on Southeast 10th Ave. There's usually 10 to 12 different vendors each day, and speaking from experience, there's always some really beautiful and unique items that would make perfect gifts. I'm actually stopping there myself to look for a new wallet. Tonight is also the last night to experience the celebration of the chrysanthemum at the Lansu Chinese Garden, which, if you haven't been to, is a highly underrated oasis in the heart of Old Town. They have these enchanting nighttime floral showcases they call Nights of the Golden Flower. They light the whole place up. It's highly recommended. Also, this weekend, My People's Market is taking over the Oregon Convention Center. They'll be open from 11 to 5 p.m. both Saturday and Sunday, and it's absolutely free. There are over 150 local vendors selling local crafts and delicious food. There's also going to be entertainment and just general good vibes. If you haven't been to a My People's Market event yet, you got to go. For even more local events, sign up for our daily newsletter, Hey Portland. We'll throw a link in the show notes. Well, that's all for today here on CityCast Portland. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Until then, see you at Slim's. <laughs>